Hello, and welcome to the Biting the Hand podcast with your co-hosts, Nax and Julia. Join us as we discuss queer media, media with queer subtext, and media adopted by the queer community. We discuss movies, television, and music, as well as larger trends in the entertainment industry. Join us as we discuss things that are otherwise considered biting the hand that feeds us. But we ask... What happens if we did? Like <laughs> I'm turning the frog gay. Also, <laughs> um, speaking of gay frogs and Jim Henson, uh, <laughs> Kermit the Frog made me gay. Not really. <laughs> I was like, uh, are you gonna back that up? I want to hear the story. Um, <laughs> um, Kermit the Frog is a fucking little bitch. So. Um, <laughs> a little bit longer than that, but yeah. How are you? <laughs> you know, um, I'm doing okay. I, I think that's all anyone can really ask for, right? Yeah. Now. It's just, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I am absolutely fine. <laughs> also, an acceptable answer. Not great, I'm not bad, just absolutely lukewarm. <laughs> big mess. <laughs> Yeah, but there's been some uh, good art being made, you know, considering. Hi, I'm Jules. Um, I use she, her pronouns. I'm a visual artist and um, Lady Gaga aficionado and um, a slut for some good references. (laughs) For some Gaga references. Yeah, well, some mythical, some literature, you know. I, I, li- I like it when artists, <laughs> to use that Lady Gaga phrase, not afraid to reference or not reference, you know. Like... Not a cut and paste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hello. <laughs> I'm Nax. I am, I don't know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> Who, me? I'm just a worm. (laughs) Hello. Who, me? I'm just a worm. (laughs) Um, I go by they, she. Um, I am a big Danny Elfman simp. Simp. Recovering. Recovering? (laughs) I'm a recovering Danny Elfman simp. Um... People are trying to ask me about his new album already, like the new songs, and I'm, they're like, tell me what you think of the new songs. I'm like, I haven't formed an opinion. And they're like, it's been a few months. I'm like, I haven't formed an opinion. Just 
see yeah. the time. You know, it's it's funny. I actually, I don't remember what I was watching, but I, I watched something that was talking about how, like, you really can't form an opinion on an album, like, within a day. Like, no. you, it really t- does take time. And I think, I think Jay-Z said this, that, you know, it takes time for you to really suss out, like, the small details that they put in in the production. And It's true. You know, um, right. And, and really only on your like 20th or 30th listen, can you be like, oh, she doesn't say red wine. She says red wine, which is the (laughs) name of her producer. Oh, that's why I was like, I think she says red wine, Julia. And you're like, no, she definitely says red wine because you got a bottle of red wine. And I was like, (laughs) I don't like, know. Okay, whatever you say. Yeah, cool. I was like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Um, I am the red wine. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I am the bottle of red wine. Tag yourself. Or <laughs> tag yourself memes, Dad. <laughs> I hope I not. I like them. Whatever. <laughs> hope not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because, like, um, so in in our absence we kind of had um a real cultural inflection point when it comes to cancel culture oh my god yes. and i'm of the opinion that cancel culture is both fake and overused <laughs> it's ridiculous and it's like, also like it's used in the wrong ways it's just shifted to be used in like the most like this is just friend drama that you should not have on the internet at all. Please get a therapist. Well, and it also is like replaced, like just the word controversy. Like mm-hmm. anytime there's any sort of yeah. controversial, you know, um, moment or a piece of art or someone says con- something controversial and then people like are like, hey, maybe don't say that. Like, maybe don't use your platform as a celebrity to be shitty to people and, like, Mm -hmm. tell people to be shitty to people. And they're like, cancel culture. Cancel. No. Cancel. We're we're literally just saying, hey, please be better. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's this immediate, like, no, I'm just critiquing. So it's like, where's the line between I just want to critique this person and people don't understand what that means in itself. And then, like actually wanting to uh not follow a person because they're very problematic like Mm -hmm. well and it's also like um because i do i do want to add the caveat that cancel culture totally exists when it comes to small minority creators um, being yeah. absolutely scrutinized and then totally canceled when they don't do something perfect because they're seen as like the face of their minority, like right. so they get hit harder. Right, and um, so I I just want to say that cancel culture totally exists in that way, yeah. you know, of um, you know, small creators being demonized for making very simple mistakes. And even if they're not yeah. simple mistakes, it's like, you know, um, I think I think it's so much more important to hear what an artist has to say, even if it's wrong, than yeah. to hear what a dissenter has to say. Because, yeah. 
you know, not not that we shouldn't dissent to things, but that it's so easy to critique someone after the fact if and 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 it requires no like thought and production that actually making art yeah (laughs) you know it's also like with smaller creators on the internet it's kind of like this line of like who is a who is a celebrity and who isn't and Mm. like I think that people sometimes tend to be like oh you're on the internet and you have this many amount of followers and I feel I have a relationship to you you are now immediately a idol to me and you must mm. be perfect and it's mm-hmm. like whoa 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 yeah this like hold a on a second creator on like, the internet slow down here yeah and it's like okay yeah so um but the person we're going to talk about today is absolutely not a small creator no <laughs> um i mean i guess at one point he was uh fun fact he actually used to be a barb you know the internet term for uh Nicki Minaj fans so he was like really big on Nicki Minaj is that the name for Nicki Minaj yes you didn't know that no (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean mean you're not appraised (laughs) you're not totally in in sync with the internet stan culture what do you Internet Nicki Minaj stand culture. That's one I haven't really dived into. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I haven't either. But <laughs> it sounds um, like a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, if if you're unaware of that fact, the person we're talking about is Lil Nas X. Um, and so I'm gonna. I'm, I will admit that when I first heard old town road i was just kind of like yeah i mean it's a good song i yeah i think it's cool it it kind of reminded me of lord in that kind of like anti-pop like anti um anti like you know porsche anti i don't want to say anti-bling but you know it's it's very much like an anti-pop anti-opulence almost i mean yeah yeah um not to say that lil nas x is anti-opulence because he is very pro-opulence <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> as we yes. have seen in his just treasure trove of red carpet looks like mm. i have not uh, i have not his, his outfits are so good i know well and like uh I have not been this interested in a celebrity's red carpet since Gaga. Yeah, I'm honestly. just gonna say it. Honestly, with, um, with maybe the exception of Billy Porter. Um, yeah, he's he's great, but I mean, you know, he he's a very recent red carpet addition. Yeah, I think that uh, Old Town Road was when this is funny because at the time I was like getting into like country music or folk music and I was like you know Mm -hmm. what there's not a lot of like queer like country music and I had to like dig and like there is a lot of queer country music. like Orville Peck yeah and like I think Orville Peck was kind of just starting at the time too Mm -hmm. um that's what led me to discover um that band that is from, I don't know if they're from Seattle exactly, but they're from around here. They're called Lavender Country. 
Um, and they're so gay, and they're from like oh, the yeah, 60s, yeah, yeah. I think and I've, they're just like, I hate I your straight them. white opinions, and I'm like, go off, like. Stuff like that, and I was like, well, now sex, like, where did you come from? <laughs> what I needed right now. Right, honestly. Well, and it's interesting, too, because, like, um... I mean, even when he started, it's funny, because people, like, want to act like this is his first, like, controversy, but, like, honestly... I remember Old Town Road being very controversial because people were like, because I think the whole thing was that it wasn't counted on the con like Billboard country charts. It yeah. was counted on like the pop charts or yeah. like the rap charts. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, I'm not saying it is 100% country, but like, if Most it's not country, is, like, what is, is it 100%? Like, yeah, what is it, country it is. then? Like, what is country? And it's honestly just because it was sung by a black person. Like, I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. And it's like ignoring the whole, like... Well, the whole origin of, like, rhythm and blues and blues and, and you know... Yeah. The tradition of black folk music that really is the root of almost all American music to this day. So it's 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 really kind of like Exactly, exactly. Uh ridiculous in that way. <laughs> like Exactly. It's just it's just like underneath it all it's just racist and, and classist and like it's denying like where like cowboys Yeah, exactly. Like cowboys are not are not a part of white culture. They're part of Mexican culture. Cowboys Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of cowboys were black, um, and people like tend to ignore that. Um and yeah, because the the term like cowboy is like a mm -hmm. is like a infantilization of like a working yeah. man, like by calling him boy. It's fucked. Um but then there's like the Hollywood, like the glamorization of the cowboy right, which we the, see today, which is like not how cowboys actually dressed oh at all. I'm this totally is Hollywood. Uh, what Western. was what was the famous actor who was like in all the westerns? I'm like totally not John Wayne. Yes, John Wayne. <laughs> 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 yeah, um Cringes and Joanne. Um <laughs> <laughs> Cringes and Joanne. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> Um, yeah, um, and Clint Eastwood, you know, that, that whole yeah. idea of, like, the spaghetti western and, like, you know, um, and it's interesting, too, because, like, westerns were honestly, like, 
the mythology of America. Like, this whole idea of, like, you know, the open, untouched land, manifest destiny, you know, fighting against native people, like, you know, uh, mining gold and totally stripping the earth of all of its resources. (laughs) Bad. (laughs) Yeah. And cops. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Westerns are uh, just dirty cops. (laughs) Dirty cops. Dusty cops. Dusty cops. Oh my god. Honestly. Um, So the real reason we're talking about Lil Nas X is Montero, also known as Call Me By Your Name. (laughs) I... I... (laughs) Sorry, I had to... (laughs) Okay, so I knew that people were, like, liking the song, but because, like... Um, Old Town Road didn't really not that I didn't like it but it just never really was like more the vibe well it's just it just like wasn't ever really like necessarily for me and that's fine like not everything has to be for me fair fair yeah (laughs) Um, and also it was just like getting so much radio play and it was in commercials and it was in like you know everything under the sun and I was just kind of like listen this is a good song I have nothing against him I'm just a little over it (laughs) that's fine yeah but then um and you actually sent me the link to the music video and you're like have you seen this and I was like no (laughs) but I know people are freaking out about it I was like you need to see this you need to see this (laughs) and I saw it and I like literally I was just like I'm losing my mind this is like uh, what's the Lady Gaga gif? Like, uh, perfect, amazing, beautiful, stunning, not afraid to Talented, brilliant, incredible, Coming amazing, show-stopping, unique. spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not reference, put it in a blender, shit on it, vomit on it, eat it, give birth to it. Plane, another plane, club, another <laughs> club, another, another club. club. club, plane. <laughs> gig <laughs> so funny um but yeah no seriously it i saw it and it like literally it gave me so much life i like, was like that i needed this at this moment and i like didn't know that i needed it and my partner put it on like did you know everybody's freaking out about this this song and i was like no like i guess i would have heard about it sooner or later and they put it on and i was like screaming at the tv i was like oh my god I I am speechless. I needed this right now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so like strictly like from so should we talk about the music or the music video first? Well, okay, I want to talk about I mean, <laughs> we can just talk about it all. So like yeah. honestly, the beginning that like almost flamenco guitar riff it was giving me it was giving me aura like i'm sorry i'm not trying to like say everything is a gaga reference but it definitely gave me like okay so we're we're dabbling in some genre here okay yeah i like um 
And, uh, okay, so I just want to say that, like, literally even from the beginning monologue, like, you know, there's that beautiful cinematic, like, title logo in the clouds, and it's just, like, gorgeous, and you're like, all right, like, what, what, we're in for something here. <laughs> I really like that rap videos have, like, this CGI that's just very specific, like, shitty. I, I wish I wouldn't say shitty CGI, but it's, like, shitty in a way that looks better than any film that's out now like i wish right. films looked the way that rap videos looked it's almost like it's almost like a, a a video game like yeah it looks like it's just a style and it fits and like the costuming mm-hmm. always fits and like it looks a little goofy but like yeah i'm not mad about I li- it i like it better than like films that are like over realistic where i'm like this looks like shit where it's like <laughs> that uncanny valley just enough to where i'm like oh, this is per. this is perfect. Right, yeah, well, and it's, like, it's, it's stylized enough where it's not trying to be realistic, but you know what they're going for, and they're not trying exactly. to go for realism. Um, Thank God. I know, I, I'm a big believer, like, just in art in general, um, that, Realism is a fine goal, but I don't think it should be the end goal. Um, no. <laughs> okay, so, so... back to uh, Lil Nas. Back to Lil Nas X. Um, so I want to read the um, quote that is the voiceover in the very beginning, the like little monologue. Please. He says... So, so we get this beautiful cinematic... Uh, title sequence and it really does look like a movie like it was giving me real like um one of the harry potter movies like the you see the um like the title like the harry potter title in like clouds storm clouds and smoke i'm sorry but it was giving me tim burton alice in wonderland but if (laughs) that that... movie was good (laughs) i liked the music i mean it, it also almost gives like a little bit of the simpsons you know, like the Simpsons comes out like in <laughs> the clouds oh. a little, just a little bit. So Danny. So he, yeah. Danny. <laughs> so um, the opening monologue before the song actually begins says, In, in life, life we, hide the parts we hide the parts of ourselves we don't want the world to see. We lock them away. We tell them no. We banish them. But here... We don't. Welcome to Montero. Just got goosebumps reading that, That's honestly. That's really good. That's like, just like everyone who's mad at him misinterpreted what the fuck that means. If you're if you're a queer person, that like literally just spears you right in the heart. Like you already mm-hmm. got me there. Because it really is like almost the thesis of this video. Yeah. And of this song. It's like in life. You know, there's parts of ourselves that we say, that's not okay. People have told us it's not okay. So we have internalized that. And we say, like, you know what? You don't exist. That part of me doesn't exist. Um, And I'm just going to pretend that I don't feel that. Yeah. But at some point in your life, you just have to say, like, they're still there. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Like, um... Which is the real me. 
Right. Well, and it's it's funny, too, because, like, um, it's a little preemptively, like, talking about the outrage around this. Like, people are saying, like, oh, you're showing gay stuff to kids. You're trying to convert the kids. And it's just, like... Oh, my I'm, God. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, thinking in my head about all of the movies that I saw as a child that showed, like, pretty decently explicit sex scenes. Like, heterosexual sex scenes that are, like have dubious consent but like that's fine i've been hit with the heterosexual desexing stick <laughs> hetero hetero desexing the, stick anonymous the the, <laughs> the capitalist hegemony uh, uh heterosexual desexification stick and that's what made me gay so <laughs> Well, and it's interesting, too, because it's, like, um, there really is this dichotomy, like, with all representations of sexuality in our culture that, like, I know, like, with women, they talk about the Madonna whore, you know, um, dynamic, but it really, in society, it's, like, um... Sex, sex and sexuality is so taboo, except mm-hmm. when we can profit off of it. And I know that people are talking about this a lot when it comes to, like, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. And yeah. I honestly don't disagree with the sentiment that um, women have to be overly sexual to get any sort of respect in the music industry, because, like... yeah. Uh, and and listen and and but I still do really love and admire Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Oh yeah. Um, Cardi has been had some dubious choices. Um, <laughs> haven't we all? Haven't we uh, all? <laughs> um, Whatever. <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it, there is something to be said about the fact that like they probably wouldn't have made it to the stage that they're at if they hadn't so uh, fervently embraced their sexuality in a way that um, is, you know, quantifiable, that you can sell and you can market. Um, But it is, I, I will say, them getting, or people like them, specifically talking about WAP, um... It is interesting that both Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion use their sexuality in a way that does not lend itself to the male gaze. Yeah. I mean, it does, but it it has that kind of high femme performativeness that makes a lot of men really uncomfortable. Yeah. Speaking sure. of high femme <laughs> performativeness, Lil Nas X. <laughs> Lil Nas X. High femme. Okay. Uh, uh, stripper pole to hell. Yes. Uh, okay. Eden. Yes. Uh, what? If... Where? <laughs> where do we start? Oh, I also want to highlight whoever is like doing the wigs for Lil Nas X. Like, I really Honestly. hope they're getting paid amazing money because seriously, they're really, really good. Oh my yes. god! All like, of what? them. All of them are really good. I'm just like mm-hmm. I keep looking at them. Like, what is going on here? There's so much going on, and I love it, and it's so much to look at. It's so good. Yeah, it really is, like, a feast for the eyes. 
And I think that's why a lot of people just want to dismiss it as like, oh, he's just being over the top. And it's like, yes, he is. Yes, for a reason. (laughs) Exactly. Stop. Stop that. Um, So we kind of went on like a text rant about about the uh, like theology in this. Yeah. So um, video. As I've kind of alluded to. Um, there have been a lot of conservatives who, for some reason, think that this is a moral failing of our society because Satan and, oh yeah, um, spoiler alert, Lil Nas X takes a stripper pole to hell and then gives Satan a lap dance (laughs) and then kills Satan. So, like, you would think, you would think... It's like, it's like... (laughs) <laughs> the video game Doom that was yes. made by Christians where people would be like, they're telling us about devils and demons. And the people who made it are like, we're Christian. We're kill- We're literally Christians and we're murdering the demons. You don't play as the demons. You're murdering the... What don't you get about this? Like, Yeah, and it's funny because Doom is also super anti-capitalist. Mm-hmm. The whole video is really about duality and, again, like the um, monologue talked about, you know, um, internalized shame and kind of this idea of, like, an inner demon and, um, you know, like, that these things that are eating us from the inside that we say are wrong and that we, you know, shove in a box and put it in the corner and then say, you know, I'm never going to think about that again. Um, Yeah. That really, it consumes us. And by ignoring it and pretending that it isn't there, you're actually giving it more power. Um, And it's interesting, too, because, like, I I thought about that when um, in the beginning after he sees the snake and he's like running away like snake little Nas X <laughs> when he's running away and like he sees the statue and it's like the head of the snake and then like he sees yeah. like a flower and like the head pops out it's to me it seemed like um almost this interpretation of like the things that you hate really reflect you more than the things that you like it's true and that when you know, <laughs> not to use like the stereotype that homophobes are in the closet, but there are a lot of homophobes that you can tell um, hate, you know, overt displays of homosexuality because they have this internalized idea that being gay is wrong and that no yeah. one should be allowed to express that because they can't express it. Yeah, it's not even the fact that they are, like, themselves gay, but almost as if they, like, can't even... It's it's not even that. It's, like, that they can't even understand why somebody would act like this in the first place or be mm-hmm. gay in the first place. Or It's just, like, it's so alienating. It's like, it's, like, you're alienating yourself by just, like, ignoring other people's feelings right well and and telling someone that their feelings are incorrect it's like, like well this is, this is evil like why yeah <laughs> well and it's it's interesting too because i wanted to read the little um Lil nas x stuff um i did want to read the um 
the little note that he wrote to himself. So he said, Dear 14-year-old Montero, I wrote a song with our name in it. It's about a guy I met last summer. I know we promised to never come out publicly. I knew we promised to never be that type of gay person, but I know we promised... Uh, I know we promised to die with the secret, but this will open doors for many other queer people to simply exist. You see, this is very scary for me. People will be angry. They will say I'm pushing an agenda. But the truth is, I am. The agenda (laughs) to make people stay the fuck out of other people's lives and stop dictating who they should be. Sending you love from the future, Lil Nas X. I mean... I love that. Right? But, like, it... (laughs) It really is true because it's it's so funny because like this whole concept of like like respectability politics like oh I don't care what anyone does in the privacy of their own bedroom and it's like but it's not it's not like being gay doesn't start and end with sex. Yeah. Being gay is about rejecting this well I guess not for everyone but I guess specifically yeah. being queer is yeah. about rejecting this idea that like we have to find like if you're a woman you have to find a man to validate your existence and have babies and you know be a productive member of society or whatever yeah Um, i also have this thought that like um queer people in all cultures and history have always existed for different purposes and it seems like like I don't know even what term to use anymore because I'm just going to say queer because it could be like gay people or trans people or whoever yeah. in the community. It seems like capitalism doesn't really allow us to do this, but like trans people and queer people have always been like the people who are like almost like a spiritual leader who like kind of teach us what is wrong with the world. Mm-hmm. And you can learn a lot from any queer person about like why they are queer mm-hmm. by like them just saying I'm queer because this is what is wrong with society mm-hmm. squints well, <laughs> it's interesting too because it's like um and again I don't I don't remember where I heard this concept I think it was probably like a tweet or like a screenshot of tumblr post I don't know yeah um the internet <laughs> doesn't like to give people credit the for internet. the internet that they start um but like this whole idea that gaydar doesn't really exist yeah that gaydar is really about picking up on the absence of heteronormativity yeah and that um you know it's it's not aligning with that heteronormative idea of your gender and how your gen i mean because because you know uh I think it was, like, Victorian-era ideas of, um, like, homosexuality. This idea of, like, an invert. Yeah. Someone with an inverted sexuality. Um, you know, like... Those Victorian values seem to still be (laughs) alive today. I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah, like, the idea Hmm. that, like, if, if a gay man tops, then that's normal. Um, because you know, that's the way men are supposed to be sexually. But if a gay man bottoms, that it's a gender inversion. Right. And that, so when I talk about gender in that way, I don't necessarily just mean, you know, in the terms of transness, 
Um, mm-hmm. But it, it is very interesting how tied sexuality and gender are, um, at least in a heteronormative society. True. Like the one that we live in right now. I had a friend. I had a friend. I was really high, so I was, like, not saying things that made any sense. (laughs) But my friend was, like, talking about a friend of hers who was, like, apparently there's a shortage of, of tops around. And I was, like, that's just more proof. And she was, like, what? I was, like, that's more proof that, like, something's wrong, that, like, gay people themselves should not exist in this way like and that sounded mm. really bad like the way that i said it but i was like oh i'm on like another level here that i didn't realize i had to like oh wait i'm gonna walk away from this. well it's like a further reinforcement of you know a gender binary it's just yeah. a gay gender binary it's yeah like a it's like a top or a bottom yeah it's like, like oh maybe like people don't want to be tops because of this like this the heterosexual expectation that's yeah. surrounding it and everybody's a bottom and like maybe we should talk about this because like maybe we're not supposed to be living like this like not that like gay people ourselves should not be around but like mm-hmm. maybe that we have problems like this because there's an overarching like hmm the straights are hitting us with that desexing stick again <laughs> yeah <sighs> Um, well, okay, so speaking of the desexing stick, I just have to <laughs> laugh because, um, so it's funny because, like, I literally recorded this probably, like, three or four hour reaction to this, um, redacted, I'm not gonna, I'll say redacted! his name, but I, I'm gonna redact it because I don't like giving people free clout for being idiots, um. <laughs> well, is it, for is being it like a bad famous faith. person? What? No, it's not. It's not like a, a, a Shapiro or anything, right? No, it is. I mean, oh, it's yeah. part of the Daily Wire. Um, his name redacted, <laughs> but basically, it's so funny because people like him and these conservative um, people who are trying to bash this song. I mean, a they don't have any understanding of media analysis, so they no. can't say why they don't like things. They just think, think things are thing bad, thing stupid, thing dumb. You're dumb for liking that thing. It's like it's dumb because it just makes me feel bad. Why it's dumb I don't because know. it's a lot. It's like okay, cool. Like it looks wrong to me. Why? Yeah. Eh. Feel bad. Why yeah. does it make you feel bad? Maybe you should have sex with your brain demon. Figure that out. Like Lil Nas X did. Like Lil Nas X. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, literally, because... Um, Squint. Because, because, um... Sorry, like, it's so funny, because every time I try to, like, give my brain energy for, like, these, like, totally idiotic homophobes, um, I just keep thinking about things that I love in this music video. <laughs> so like yeah, exactly. in the beginning when after he kisses the snake mm-hmm. um and it zooms in on the tree, it has these Greek uh this Greek phrase on it. Yeah. And it's from Plato's Symposium oh. and it says it, it translated from Greek, it says, um, so in the beginning when they were cut in two, they yearned for each other's half. Um, which is part of this story about how apparently 
um, in in the beginning, humans had soulmates and we were one with our soulmate but then the gods were jealous so they cut us in half so after they cut us in half we yearned for our other half so i it's do more think of it's the duality i love it yeah Look, as a gay as a gay i love do du- <laughs> i love the concept of duality i always have and like even like more learning about myself and learning about um these big like philosophical concepts of duality mm-hmm. just like oh i love duality like even more and more and i love how the gays are just like yes i am many people inside of myself and i will make love to my brain demon <laughs> exactly well because i feel like as gay people we do have to grapple with the juxtaposition of what makes us happy and what society tells us to do. Yeah. So there is this duality of, you know, who we're supposed to be and who we want to be. And I think that not necessarily that straight people don't have that, but because so much of their life, like because of the way that, because the way that they love is shown in media and like it's almost like you know a recipe like here here's the way that you get the girl here's the way that you get the guy like right um queer people have to meditate on our sexuality a lot more and um when when society's recipe just doesn't apply to you you question a lot more about society than if exactly and you know like how how did I end up this way is what I (laughs) and like and that sounds like it sounds like that classic like conservative kind of thinking of where like leftists and conservatives have this almost same way of speaking but we're talking about completely different things it's like Mm -hmm. this like something must have been wrong with your family or something must have been wrong with (laughs) you to make you do this and like yes (laughs) yes (laughs) yes Yes. Yes. Welcome to Montero. I caught it bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place. Ain't been out in a while anyway. Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face. Romantic talking, you don't even have to try. You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight. Looking at the table, all I see is bleeding white. Baby, you live in the life, and nigga, you ain't living right. Cocaine and drink it with your friends You live in the dark, boy, I cannot pretend I'm not faced, only you to sin If you've been in your garden, you know that you can Call me when you want, call me when you need Call me in the morning, I'll be on Thank you for listening to Biting the Hand with Julia and Nax. In light of COVID-19 and the related economic strain that it has on our communities of color, we would like to highlight a few mutual aid organizations. Uh, Organizations that you can donate to. Uh, First, we have Central Jersey DSA Mutual Aid. Uh, You can find them at centraljerseymutualaid.com. Central Jersey DSA Mutual Aid was created to help communities and individuals come together 
together to support one another as COVID-19 impacts us and our neighbors. As we get through this difficult time, we all have something to offer and we all have something we need. Central Jersey Mutual Aid was set up by a network of groups and individuals working together to make it easier for folks across Central Jersey to find resources and connect with each other. Again, you can find them at centraljerseymutualaid.com. Another amazing mutual aid organization is 912 Mutual Aid Fund. Uh, You can find them on Instagram at 912MAF, and you can find them on Facebook at 912 Mutual Aid Fund or 912MAF. 912 Mutual Aid Fund is a Savannah, Georgia-based mutual aid group focused on paying bail, legal, and immigration fees. You can find various ways to support their efforts through various GoFundMes, uh, supporting and purchasing off of the Amazon wish list, following them on Instagram and Facebook. Again, you can find them at 912 Mutual Aid Fund on Facebook and Instagram at 912MAF. The final mutual aid fund is called Labor Block Seattle, a group of handy comrades providing mutual aid and skill sharing for activists and protest networks in Seattle. You can find them at wa-bloc.org. Labor Block Seattle collaborates regularly with local community to cultivate and facilitate school and slash community-wide social justice events. These events, like our annual block party, collaborate with 40 to 50 community organizations, leaders, activists, and student leaders to host an array of interactive workshops to uplift and affirm identities of black and brown youth and mobilize their community and work of justice. For more information, you can go to wabloc.org. You can also find them on Twitter at laborblocksea. You can also find them on Instagram at wa underscore bloc. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Time that I speak, a diamond and a nine, it was mine every week. What a time and incline, God was shining on me. Now I can't leave, and now I'm making Nelly leave. Never want the niggas that's in my league. I wanna fuck the ones I Yes, something is wrong with the world to make me be like this. You can't just make it go away by like telling people themselves to stop individually. Yeah, or that doesn't mean that being like... gay is wrong, it just means that like. Yes, something is wrong with society. I would like to be a woman. Please, can I be a woman in peace? <laughs> Will you let but me no. be a woman, please? <laughs> I can't. I can't be a woman in peace. Yeah. So, like, until the world changes, you're going to keep having more gay people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We um, exist and we're going to beat you over the head until you listen to us. The gay <laughs> agenda. Oh, <Bonk. laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, um, it's funny because like these people who are like talking about how profane the song is, they always talk about like, Why? I want to feel on your ass in Hawaii. I'm like, yeah, I want to feel on your ass in Hawaii. Y'all, that is the tamest part of this song. You are sleeping on the uh, shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding. I'm sorry, that's some dirty ass shit and I'm here for it. I'm just making a face. <laughs> that is some that is that I love right shit there. like that. Mm. Well, and it's funny too because like um apparently like he said that line like as he was just like spitballing like recording his vocals um and everyone in the room was like did you really just say that and he's like oh uh uh-oh but then he was like you know what like why not like like why not like and and he was talking about how like you know why why aren't we normalizing gay love in pop music yeah it's not like it doesn't exist because yeah. it does still, exist. it's still like <laughs> that person was gay like yeah there have always been gay entertainers but you're like still trying to hide hide it i i did want to um highlight though and i i told you about this too um yeah on his song holiday which he released like last year during the holidays whoa um <laughs> Or he's he, like the Ice King guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like wizard. Jack Frost kind of yeah. guy. It's really Jack cool. Frost um, what, and and I love that song by the way. A- after hearing "Call Me by Your Name," after listening to it for like thirty times in a row, um, <laughs> then I went and I was like, I know that because I had heard Panini before. Yeah, I heard um, Panini. I don't think I think I heard Holiday once, but I need to go back because I'm like I don't know. There's the Christmas songs. Yeah, well, I I hadn't heard Holiday, um, and I hadn't heard his EP, I think it's just called Seven, just the number mm-hmm. seven, um, and it has Rodeo on it, which yeah. I don't know why, like, people are sleeping on Rodeo. It's a really good song, too. It's a good song. I like Rodeo. But anyway, um, <laughs> in Holiday, um, he has this line that says, like, can I pop shit? <laughs> can I shit? pop shit? I might brought him on the low, but I talk uh- shit. <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's so. Funny. This is the gay representation I want. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, there because there's so many. In addition to like biblical imagery, which is kind of like duh, like the whole snake in yeah. Eden, the Garden of Eve, is in your garden, garden, like. Um, and I think before that he says, "Love, love her." That <laughs> I think he says, "Like I'm not phased. I'm only doing sin." So, I mean, it really is, like, a cheeky kind of, like, okay, you say I'm going to hell, so, like, let me go to hell on a stripper pole. Yeah. My Calvin Klein boxers and my thigh-high black patent leather boots. fucking boots. The fucking boots. I was like, oh. And he just keeps going down, 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 And, like, you see him go down through, like, the Dante's Inferno layers of hell. Yes. Which, again, it's so funny because, like, these Christian imagery really doesn't come from the Bible. It comes from like Paradise Lost and Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. And... They're like they're like fanfics that that have been ingrained in our culture that Christians like, but it's like they don't. 
And I don't want to say not all Christians, but like, <laughs> guys, like, hello, like, are you missing out on the literature that you guys supposedly like that's like based on Christian theology and we're just like gonna ignore like what all of this means? <laughs> I'll say these Christians as in the Christians who are mad about this the music that video. Are mad. Yeah. Obviously um, like a Christian that is fine is not going to hate on this. Cause they yeah. Know well, and it's, it's about. funny because like, so both my parents, they go to church every Sunday. They like literally are part of their church. Like they help a lot with their church. Right. And I was telling my mom about like why people are mad about it and like just describing the music video and like why I liked it. And <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't think it's her thing. Yeah. But my mom was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. sure. <laughs> like <laughs> again, it's like I, I don't know if if you know she would seek it out independently or yeah. you know that she would necessarily like you know bump it on the speakers, but my mom, I don't know. She's not mad about it. <laughs> my mom, I think I said Satan in front of my mom once, and she was like, oh. she, she like, thought that I, like, she looked at me like I had, like, said the worst thing possible. I was like, ha-ha, not today, Satan. And she was like, oh. <laughs> so the Christians who are specifically mad about this music video and who are mad about... Um, art that contains let's say satanic imagery which yeah. like is a really big umbrella open it's... up a whole can of worms right <laughs> and and like um so it's funny because like um people like redacted uh it was funny because in his video where he's talking about i Okay, so I haven't seen his 45-minute-long video, which is the thumbnail that I texted you that was, like, the Pied Piper, and it was, like, Lil Nas X, and it, his face imposed on a Pied Piper thing, whatever. That is so I fucked didn't watch up that. for so many reasons. Mm. Just this, the yeah. cover of that, I was like, wow, And I think, I think that's... like, the video name is called, like, Pop Culture Predator or something like that. Like, Oh, ooh, that's really cool. gross. Calling, this is, like, calling feeding... a gay man a predator. What a new concept. Concept. I'm not gonna. I, I am I just gonna say it, but this is feeding the Q people. Oh, yeah, totally. It's feeding the, the Q the people. The Illuminati truthers, you know. Yeah, all of these shit. people. Anytime people like this are like, oh, he's he's the Pied Piper and the pedophiles and blah blah blah. And I'm like, he's the predator luring our kids to Satan. It's like, okay, stop. yeah, we get it. Like, you've been, stop. you've literally been saying this since, like, the dawn of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, um, hello. <laughs> so it's funny, too, because, like, so Redacted. I was talking about how, like, oh, this isn't a new thing. Like, Marilyn Manson did this in the 90s. And I'm like, check your facts people have been doing this shit since like the beginning of blues like yeah uh, I, I forgot Hello? who I, I forgot who it was but there was like some blues guitarist who like the the mythology is that he the literally mythology. signed a deal with the devil to yeah. make it so he can play guitar better this is this is this okay i'm gonna go into it do you know about faust i know a little bit about faust okay so Faust, I was like, for a while, I was like, you know what? I have Faust really, like, literally right here on my desk because 
everything that I've ever liked and history and just whole of media and capitalism and Marx talked about Faust is just yelling at me to be like, dear fucking Christ, please read Faust. Faust is like so ingrained into popular culture that it's not even funny. And Faust can have several like connotations to it. Like Faust is really about Mephistopheles being like Faust's other half. He's mm -hmm. again doing the like duality thing where he's like challenging his evil half or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but then you get like the, what is that artist? I need to know. <laughs> I literally watched a documentary about him, the artist that sold his soul at the crossroads. Robert Johnson. Yes. Robert Johnson has this legacy of like, I think it's due to the fact that he's a poor black man and how in God's name could a poor black man. Um, mm -hmm. So the story is like that he showed up, he wasn't a very good guitar player and he kind of was like, when I, I'm gonna go on a break, I'm gonna go hang out and like pop some trains and like whatever I need to do. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna be like the greatest. And he just fucking did that. Mm -hmm. And people were kind of like, how? He had to have, you know, he had to have some like Faustian bargain. Mm -hmm. But then it's like almost attached to this Faustian bargain is like, he is one of the first black musicians to be very popular on the radio to mm -hmm. where white people were like, oh my God, he's talking about the devil. Mm -hmm. And so it's like attached to that and like, Devil, and you know, he's, he's too good to be true and like he has to actually have uh dealing with the devil and it's like maybe it's capitalism that's the devil and like you, you didn't live very long after that i don't think it's like guys well and it's interesting too because like um there's like that puritanical idea that like men are so much hardier in spirit than women so women are more likely to be swayed by the devil and by that logic so would black people because black people are folksy and weak i'm saying that in print i'm saying that in quotes i'm not actually saying that <laughs> i promise um but and we were talking about it with huck finn like um, yeah the literal token black guy who accompanies Huck Finn on his journey is like literally another symbol of romanticism and like right. believing in folksy stuff and it's well and like the whole idea of like black magic and yeah. like the idea that Santeria is um, like devil worship and um, it's very interesting how um, black people are literally demonized. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and, and the same and with gay is, people. Exactly, in similar ways. And even after reading, because I read this book, that book, The Monsters of the Market. Mm -hmm, which um, I still need to the, read. The, it's really good. It, the full title is, I got it right here, Monsters of the Market, Zombies, Vampires, and Global Capitalism by David McNally. I'm going to plug this because it's really good. He, like, has a whole chapter 
on uh, like zombie vampire stories, witchcraft in sub-Saharan Africa, and like those can mean several different things depending on what culture is using them and mm -hmm. like how certain communities use witchcraft to counteract capitalism and some don't. Mm -hmm. Some it's just like fed, it's just fed into capitalist thinking and just like, I don't know, like it's like really interesting to learn about um, the way we look at monsters demons, ghosts, blah, 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 in mm -hmm. any kind of folklore and kind of like materializing it and like, okay, what is everybody actually afraid of? Mm -hmm. It's it's white people. <laughs> it's whiteness. That's that's a hint, hint. It's whiteness. Hint, hint. It's capitalism. It's, yeah. yeah. Think of the children. <laughs> okay, Think so of the I really... Kids. I really don't want to give this much energy, but um, I feel like I have to because um, of the tried and true gay predator stereotype, trope, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So people are saying that Lil Nas X is, he intentionally cultivated an audience of children and then subjected them to overt sexuality and marketed it specifically to them. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's false. <laughs> musicians that are like young musicians that are top charting pop people always are marketed towards teenagers. Always. Mm -hmm. And... This isn't the this isn't the fault of the artist. Yeah, it's like even, even if, if it's they're not like, marketed to them, like little kids are going to listen to popular music. Yeah, whether just, you want them to or it's not, it's the most going accessible to to thing it. that kids see. It's not the fault of the individual artist. <laughs> it's a system yeah. that's in well, place. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say it's not even the fault of the industry, but it is because the industry is yeah. literally like, I don't care who's playing it as long as you're playing the music, play they're the like, music, play the yeah. music. It's like, all right, like, all right. Yeah. Um, but OK, A, uh, he did not specifically cultivate an audience of children. No, um, That's literally in the first verse of Old Town Road, he literally says like, like something like a, a stomach full of lean which is drugs kids that's drugs um and cheated on my baby how's that for kids <laughs> it isn't but did kids still listen to that song and you know play the shit out of it yes of course they did because it was a popular song the kids the kids and, and so, of course, people say that, oh, no, he, he did absolutely try to cultivate an audience of children because he played at elementary schools. I can only see photos about one performance what at elementary school. Which you, know what, you know what? You know what? It's not as bad as Danny Elfman playing the song Little Girls to a bunch of actual high schoolers in the, in the, in the 60s, in the 80s, in the very early 80s. Um, yup. Yeah, that, that happened. Well, and like, um, <laughs> also B, he did, um, 
I don't know if he performed or just made an appearance on Sesame Street. Guess what? Again, kids are aware of him. Kids are aware of this song. When they see people that they know on something, it doesn't make them want to go out and see that. They already know that that exists. Yeah. So, like... Also, like, excuse me, um, (laughs) Sesame Street having, like, celebrities on it was a thing for, like, a long time as a part of, like, a, a whole... It's an advertisement. I'm blinking. Spoiler it's an advertisement. Alert, it's all advertisement. It's advertising. Um, I'm gonna plug this because I, I really like Jim Henson and like learning about Jim Henson and like mm-hmm. um, the way that Sesame Street functions is like kind of a mirror of like even like the Muppet Show who had celebrities on it, um, mm-hmm. and like having a celebrity teach you about something is it's it's, it's an advertisement. These function mm-hmm. like advertisements. Um, so if, if you want to get mad at something, <laughs> don't get mad at Lil Nas X. Get mad at advertising. Get mad at advertising. Like... Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, well, and also. Also, Sesame Street is on HBO now and does not cater to, like, lower class kids anymore until they're, like, um, put out on like reruns and only well, specific let's, ones let's so be honest, they're not worried about lower class kids well, of course not they're they don't worried care about, about how any of this works kids. the precious yeah, exactly. pure white kids it's they like, don't care how any gross. of this works at all <laughs> yeah um but okay um and a lot of people are using this um article this npr article which talks about um and they actually talk to Lil Nas X, but people say that the article is a literal quote by him. It's not. Yeah. Um, it's summarizing an opinion by someone who was in no way affiliated with Lil Nas X. Right. So, um, learn how to critique media, dummies. Um, <laughs> it's I'm like they're really... not even getting paid to critique media either, because you can't. Right. It's um, like, oh, you're getting paid two dollars. Write it into, um, but you can't say that. Right. Well, that'll so, make us look bad as a company. You can't right. be so, critical. So what Lil Nas X actually said is that artists have chapters, and right now, my, a lot of my fans are children, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. He didn't say I intentionally went out here to get an audience of children. He said I understand that children like my music. I lured in the children. Literally. <laughs> the thing is too is that like if you look at the thumbnail of Lil Nas of, of Montero, mm-hmm. it's a picture what, of him. What is the, what it's is the it's it's like him hanging off of the pole in hell. <laughs> like how many kids are like oh yeah like that looks like it was made for me like no meanwhile there's a bunch of <laughs> real objectionable content it's got 125 is... million views yes it does yeah and it has like a hundred and last time i checked it was like 138 million streams oh, hell yeah and i think um i think old town road is like at a at a billion streams, which is like fucking insane. Insane. Wow, that's wild. It's like it's like the most streamed song in existence, I think. Which is like Yeah, we, we love to see it, honestly. I love to um, see it. I love to see it. I I just I just can't I can't wait 
till his new album. Like, yes. I want to see what how his career is going. Yes. Um, I, I really can't wait for this new album. I'm so excited. I hope there's more devil shit. I really do. <laughs> please, please. Devil Cowboys. Devil, devil Cowboys, Cowboys are the shit. <laughs> That's, that's what I want to see. I love double cowboys. Yes. Who would have guessed that gay people have the same taste? <laughs> Devils, cowboys, Halloween. Yep. Glamour, just in general. Oh, just like over the top camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just a reject theater kid. I never was brave enough to be a theater kid, but my gayness makes up for that. <laughs> Oh, should we talk about the shoes? Yes, let's talk about the shoes. So, um, oh my gosh, I have to show you this video um, that actually Lil Nas X posted on his Instagram. And it was like, it was a video from inside like one of these mega churches. Um, Montero, call me by your name, music video, Lil Nas X is doubling down on his demonic imagery with the new Nike release, quote, Satan shoes. The classic Air Max 97s have been revamped by collaborators. He's talking about the Nike shoe, the Nike, you know, these Nike shoes. And I'm like, okay, A, they were not released by Nike. They were released by an artist collective called Mischief. And basically what they do is they do aftermarket customization of Nike shoes. Um, So this was not an official uh, product of Nike. It was not made by Nike. It's not produced by Nike Nike in any way. Nike suing him too because of it? Which, I don't don't know what they mean by suing. Yeah, I I don't either. I didn't look too much into that. I think honestly they just send him a cease and desist and people are like, they're suing! Like... Yeah. (laughs) But, but, like, the thing is is that the shoes sold out in, like, under a minute. (laughs) He made 666 pairs of shoe. We love to see it. Pairs of shoe. <laughs> pairs, pairs of, of shoes. The... He made shoe. <laughs> Just can you imagine? You you paid for an exclusive limited edition pair of shoes and you only you get, get one, one shoe. shoe. You're like, what the fuck? It said shoe. It didn't say shoes. It said shoe. I got one shoe. They were advertised as like, Satan shoes and <laughs> Satan um, shoes. <laughs> right. They were Nike Air Maxes, which if you don't know, if you're not a sneakerhead, I'm not, but I'm not. you know. Sorry. Um, the <laughs> Nike sorry. Air Maxes, um, they have like a little space between like the actual bottom of the shoe and the sole mm-hmm. that's like clear. Yeah. So you can put stuff in it. Um you know, kind of like those uh, clear lucite heels that people would like put fish tanks in, yeah, in, like the seventies and stuff, which are really cool. I want to bring that back. Like, don't put actual fish in them, but like, I let's have get a friend. Back to putting well, shit in shoes, like, I want some. I want some clear. I want shoe. some clear lucite stripper heels. Fuck yeah, with some put whatever the fuck in there. I put like a weird. I put some weird shit in there, and oh yeah, the the men would be like. Is she okay? What the fuck is that? It's a Barbie head. You got a problem with that? Yeah, so in in this little uh, clear cavity, they, um, <laughs> so they put in red dye that 
actually contained a single drop of blood. Now, people are like, oh, whose blood is it? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so the people, the six people who worked on the shoe at Mischief, I don't know if there's six people who work at Mischief, I don't know, but six people, they all donated a, some of their blood. It was mixed into a batch and then taken from that batch. So it's not like it's one person's blood. It's a mixture of six different people's blood. Cool. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting because we were... Um, oh, and then, of course, on the top, it has um, a pentagram on it. Yes. It, um, I'm sure it says some Latin ship on the sides. And, like, the actual it says, box... It says Luke 1018 on it, if I'm not mistaken, on the yeah. shoe. Does it? I'm I pretty sure it's... Yeah, I it think... has some... Bible, whatever. But, uh, and then, like, the inside of the box has, like, um, the hell panel from the Garden of Earthly Delights triptych from Hieronymus Bosch. Yes, yes, yes. But it, yeah, it says Luke 10, 18. Yeah, I I, I don't know that much about the Bible, so I can't really say what. Um, It's something about Satan. (laughs) Like, that's all you gotta know. It's like, uh... Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, I, I, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. So it's like, again, we're going to go back to uh, Paradise Lost, John Milton, mm. the falling to heaven, yeah. falling from heaven, excuse me. Uh, the only thing that I've seen people talk about this is like, you know, in reference to Nike suing him, um, people thinking that the blood thing is weird. Um, the shoes selling out and people being mad because they're about Satan. I haven't seen (laughs) anyone mention the fact that it is so transgressive to to have a gay man make a shoe line and include a drop of blood because to this day, gay (laughs) men still face issues donating blood in the United States of America. And not yes. just here. I mean, in Anywhere. Australia, New Zealand, or European Union, the UK, Canada, Mexico. I mean, like... Colonial. So I actually um, looked up because, like, you know, of course it's, like, one of these truisms in the gay community that people just, like, you know, they just say and then they just, like, never really back it up. So... Right. In the US, this is from Wikipedia. Hmm. I'll go to Wikipedia. We got a research somewhere. queen. Yeah. yeah. I have a degree. I we both have degrees. We both have degrees. I love Wikipedia. You know what? Wikipedia helped me get my degree, I'm not even gonna lie. Wikipedia is a great start. Hell yeah, dude. Um So, according to Wikipedia, in the United States, the Food and Drug Administration, also known as the FDA, issues donor deferral recommendations to blood establishment. The guidance as of 2020 is to defer for three months from the most recent sexual contact, a man who has had sex with another man during the past three months. This Mm -hmm. replaces a previous one-year deferral that was approved by the FDA in December 2015, which itself replaced a previous lifetime ban on blood donations from men who are sexually active with other men. So the recommendations are non-binding and generally do not establish legally enforceable responsibilities, 
Although technically non-binding, recommendations may not be law. In practice, they are regarded as if they are law. For example, the American Red Cross refers to the recommendation as a federal requirement that must be followed. So yes, gay men in America, for some reason, well, we know why it's AIDS. It's AIDS. Yeah, it's, it's AIDS. AIDS. Um, but it's interesting because, I mean, according to the scientific consensus, if you are undetectable for AIDS, as in you may have the AIDS virus or the HIV virus, right. if you are not uh, detectable, you are not you are unable to transmit. Yeah. So it shouldn't. I mean, pe- people already get a variety of tests when it comes to their blood when they give blood. Yeah. So. I just have to say that my uncle, who had HIV, he's obviously dead. Mm-hmm. Um, he, the way that he found out was he was giving his plasma, mm. and he wouldn't have known if yeah. he didn't give his. Why he was giving his plasma? He probably needed money. Yep. <laughs> because guess what? Gay people don't usually have much financial support from their families. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So well, and yeah, and if you're unapologetically and visibly queer, businesses don't want you representing them. Yeah, like okay, there's so many. Yeah, and this was in like the '80s, so yeah. Big brain alert! Um, big brain alert! Ew, ew. Straight people can get AIDS. Yeah, women uh. can get AIDS. Women who have sex with men can get AIDS. <laughs> but it's and it's interesting because I I still have arguments with my mom about this because she says like oh well you know the way that gay men have sex is just lends itself to transmitting AIDS and it's like no. there is not one way that gay men have sex no that's ridiculous <laughs> so like <laughs> nope <laughs> nope <laughs> those um, violent low jobs those hand jobs are just gonna get you AIDS yeah, your Sorry. hands chafe, and then, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm actually really surprised that, or maybe people have been pointing out and I just haven't seen it, but the fact that, you know, the video was, uh, the music video was about, you know, kind of embracing the fact that, you know, your whole life people have been telling you that, you know, gay people are going to hell, or, you know, mm-hmm. if you're gay, you're going to hell. And then kind of embracing that in your art. Yeah. And then this shoe, you know, it's like, like, yes, obviously there's a lot to be said about like capitalism and blood and like, you know, the, how much ownership the workers have over their product and, you know, workers literally giving their blood for It goes back to like the Faustian thing. But yeah, just the simple fact that a gay man is producing a product that has blood in it. It's a pretty powerful political statement. and um, It's a big fuck you, and I love it. Right, it's and I'm, so I'm kind, of, I'm kind of sad that other uh, gay people haven't really been talking about it. Um, yeah. I guess just because it's been overshadowed by the, you know, you can't show Satan in things. 
That's bad. Whoa, our Victorian values are gonna go away. God Think of forbid. The children. I love that Lil Nas X knew that this was gonna piss people off and knew that it would give him more press. Yeah. And as they say, no press is bad press. All press That's is good true. press. All press is good press. <laughs> and um it's funny because like so on social media he really has been clowning the people who are like so outraged and think that this is a more a sign of the moral failures of our society and blah 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 like and he's like you guys are really spending this much energy over a three minute music video while we are still in the middle of a global pandemic that is killing people on a daily basis yes we have a vaccine well, it seems but like you need to get your still, priorities in straight. People are still walking straight. around without a mask. People are still like COVID who. But you you're going to yell at me for right. putting blood in a shoe? Right. Well, and like you're going to get mad at me because. Hello. I had a lap dance in my music video <laughs> and I gave the devil a lap dance, which like literally just saying that <laughs> sentence, just like I can't not laugh. So funny. <laughs> You're mad at me because I gave Satan a lap dance in my music video. Really? Hello? This is what you're mad about. Like, and it's true. It's like, it's funny because people are like, oh, it's not just a music video. It's a music video that represents blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so it's not just a music video, it's a music video. Got it. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's like the like trying to critique it without knowing what the art is trying to say in the first place. Yeah. It's or so irritating. Intentionally not yeah, trying to figure ignoring. out what the art is about. Just I ignoring. don't care what it's about. It's just bad. I, it's bad because I just don't well, and it's funny because Redacted, YouTube uh, Daily Wire Man, was, Redacted. he was talking about, um, damn, what was he talking about? He was talking about, like, he would just pause it and be like, that was dumb. And it's like, that's wow, not, great media that's... analysis, dude. Like, uh, like, listen. I think I'm it's all... stupid. <laughs> I'm all for critiquing things that people, you know, universally think is good and are like, oh, if you critique this thing, it must mean that you hate it or it must mean that you don't like what this thing represents. And it's like, no, I mean, um, and like literally the name of this podcast came from talking about like, you know, you, in fact, you should critique the things that you like because yeah. by by giving ourselves the language to talk about art in a very specific way and to break down what it's trying to say you can appreciate that art on a much deeper level because you can appreciate the craft that actually goes into making good art whereas if you're just saying oh this is bad this is dumb this is stupid like anyone who likes this is stupid it's like okay but you're not actually engaging with the art. So what you're saying doesn't actually have anything to do with the art. It's just what you think about the person who made the art. Right. Which is just the surface of... It's like... And also, like, the art itself can tell you more about the person who made the art. So you're still ignoring the person who made the art by ignoring the art. It just... 
it's just so contradictory. It doesn't make any sense. Without even engaging with the art, I have decided that I don't like it because yeah. it represents the you know the opposing side in this culture war and blah 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 and like this conservative <laughs> victim war. complex everything is you know they're trying to destroy the west and it's just like literally what are you talking about like <laughs> <laughs> well and it's funny too because th- like these same people who are talking about how we how we need to you know um it's funny too because it's not even like they have an action item like we should take the song down right like we should it's just like song bad song bad what do you want to do about it song bad okay (laughs) Do um, do you do you want the artist to go away song bad yeah, it's like, uh, okay. I mean, e- even if you said, like, I want this video taken off of YouTube, like, I would say, well, that's dumb, but, like, yeah. okay. But, at like, least at least you something. have, at, at least, least you have a goal. <laughs> right. So, like, it's funny because these people saying this are the same people who decry cancel culture and yeah. call, like, le- they get well, they call so liberal mad. snowflakes, and it's funny because, Exa- like, I'm not I'm liberal, like, Yeah, but. exactly. Yeah, we're not... <laughs> we're not liberals um but yeah it's like the same people get so scared they're like oh my god scary devil scary devil like two months ago you were like cancel culture you're canceling dr seuss like well and then they're mad about like censorship and it's like dude you're literally wanting this thing to be censored like what Literally, are we saying? Censorship what are you... is bad if it's towards me, but I can censor whatever I want. Like, uh, right-wing people hurt my brain. The smallest minority is the individual. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Oh my it. god! It's I like, hate it. yeah. Um, maybe that's because capitalism. Maybe. We're not supposed to be individuals in the way that you think that we're supposed to be individuals and that capitalism actually robs us of our individuality. And we actually kind of, I don't know, need to live in a collective community where we each have a social and a social role in life and meaning. And where we communicate our ideas. Yeah. Oh, my God. People are communicating ideas. Just because they're communicating it in a way you don't like. It must be satanic. Uh, exactly. It, it must be taken away from the individual. We were. We weren't. But we did <laughs> kind of talk about um, Satanists, like the actual satanic temple or the Church of Satan or whatever. But they're either, just so boring. They're, they're so fucking boring. boring. I, I started watching. Light. They're Christian light. Satanic Temple and, and Church of Satan. I don't remember which is which. I don't care. <laughs> one is the Anton LaVey one. Fuck him. And one's the other one. And one's the other <laughs> other Libby liberal one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Libby because a conserv- a conservative man in the 70s called uh, Gore Vidal a Libby, and I am just gonna take that and roll with it. I love it. <laughs> um. But mm. they're 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 liberals, um, and there's that one. I started watching that one. I think it's the Satanic Temple. Um, they they like set up their headquarters in like Salem, 
Because they have to, it has to be, like, it's a performance thing. The Salem Witch Trials. <sighs> and it's like, we're, we're being the oppressed. Of the witches you couldn't burn. And I'm like, you don't know any of this historically. Like, you, you're trying to, but it's still in this liberal way where you, like, go to their website and, like, oh, what are they doing? Oh, they're selling merchandise. You can be a Satanist and sell merchandise. Well, oh, and, and we're then, helping people with, you know, like, we're help, we're helping people. We're, like, it's cool. I mean, they, like, give people, like, there's this thing um, that they, like, give, like, period or, like, menstrual supplies out yeah, to people, like, which is, they, like, they, that's that's cool. Yeah, recently, um, I, I think there was, like, liberal, a TikTok. <laughs> I think there was, like, a TikTok um, where a Satanist, again, they're basically the same. I functionally i don't distinguish between them because they basically do the same thing yeah um but basically a guy was talking about how like oh uh, these these southern states are trying to make abortion illegal because of religious freedom but in the <clears throat> church of satan getting an abortion is part of religious freedom so if you're a part of the church of satan it's like it's like <coughs> sorry <coughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> like after saying, after recapping that TikTok, that's how I feel. That's Just like, it's not. It's like, it's like, okay. That's I think this not is what they a, mean a, when they say religious freedom. Exactly, that's not what they mean. And like, I think that even like looking into Satanism and like looking into the role of like satanic panic in media in 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 the United States and how it functions. It made me rethink like how religion functions, especially looking into the Satanism and like where Satanism like originated mm. and like it's very anti-Semitic. I'm just gonna say that. Um, so they're gonna be like, "No, we're not." Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> um, and Oops, it like all white supremacy. <laughs> mm, all white supremacy. Why are there so many white supremacists in this? In this Satanist group, we're all supposed to be for freedom. I'm like, you don't know what any of this means or where any of this came from. Mm -hmm. And also, like, you don't know the role of, like, religion in society and how it functions. And then you're trying to do the, we're going to change the system from the inside. And it's like, no, you're mad at Christianity. You don't know why you're mad at Christianity, and you're just making Christian. What did you say, Christian light? Christian light, making, yeah. Christian light. You're just making Christian. You're still doing the same thing that Christians are doing, and just selling a product. It's bullshit, and like you're leaving out a bunch of people from the equation. Mm hmm. Well, and like also, you're co-opting a lot of spirituality from people of color. Yeah. And, like, it's ignoring, like, how, um, when I, I was, like, saying to one of my coworkers, I was like, I hate paganism. And <laughs> he was like, yeah, but what about, like, minorities who, I'm like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, white paganism. White paganism. <laughs> white paganism. If, if, if colonizers came in with Christianity and they said, here, you have to do this, and whatever group they're trying to force it on is, like, I'm going to make it a little more me. That's fine. Because it's like taking away the colonialistness of Christianity that they're putting into it. They're like, no, no, no. It's like a pushback. 
it's like a spiritual pushback. When Satanism isn't fucking doing that. It's like, Mm-mm. it's just taking over that idea and just like capitalizing off of it. It's, ugh, it's so gross. And this is like taken from like, what the, what the fuck is the Aleister Crowley thing? That the Lama, yeah. the Thelema. It's taken from that. Mm-hmm. All of those ideas are just taken from that. It's like this, like, not really understanding why Abrahamic religions, like, function as, like, an ethical code, even mm-hmm. in Christianity. Also, like, Christianity itself is not harmful. It's still, like, an eth- it's It's trying to teach right. people ethics. Well, and, and um, I would say... Because, like, essentially in Christianity, there's, like, two schools of thought. There's the Old Testament Christians, and there's the Jesus Christians. Mm -hmm. The whole idea, again, not in practice, not in praxis, (laughs) but but the idea behind uh, Jesus Christians, that's just what I call them. It's not an actual name. um, Is that is to encourage passivity it's Mm -hmm. to encourage um i forget um i forget how natalie wynn put it in um her video about like crime the the justice justice yeah justice yeah um justice about what (laughs) about how right um (laughs) about how jesus was really almost like sarcastic in a way like and and you know the whole idea of like um turn the other cheek what it really means is like if you slap my right cheek i will turn my left Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's like yeah you're gonna slap me anyway here's my other cheek go ahead like you're you're gonna well it's like you're gonna oppress me and i'm just gonna take it in stride yeah and it's funny because a lot of jesus christians in practice don't actually follow that they view turn the other cheek as a way to say you know we'll forgive you this time yeah that's not what it means that's not what that means yeah and it's almost like i Growing up in, like, high school and questioning my sexuality and all of my friends suddenly just became born-again Christians and they went to this, like, I think it was, like, an evangelical, I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, an evangelical, like, Bible church and we went to a few, like, youth youth nights and Mm -hmm. just, like, I wanted to, I wanted to like it. I genuinely wanted to be like, these are my friends. I want to support them. I, mm-hmm. I do, I would like to believe in God. I've like been separated from me being raised as Catholic. So I would even try to like engage with my friends about God. And it's like, they, it was like, I got the sense that they themselves didn't even want to engage with it mm. at all. They just wanted to have this like, infantilized like i i just know that god is right and i just believe in believing in god they don't even like Mm. they didn't even feel like they believed in god it just felt like they believed in the belief of believing in god Mm. where i was like 
So you don't well, want to like actually engage with this at all. You just want to do well, it it's, with it's no almost like It's almost like, um, and I think like the biggest mistake of modern religions mm -hmm. is viewing religion as ethical barometers and that's it. Yeah. When in reality, it's a lot more than that. It's how, so like, um, yeah, I, I was raised um, Episcopalian, mm -hmm. which is a subset of Anglican, Yes, which is like diet Catholic. <laughs> diet Catholic. It's, it's basically like the facade of Catholicism, but with less of a bummer tone. <laughs> yeah, I, I follow, there's a lot of cool Episcopalian uh, pastor. I don't know, like somebody's a priest that I follow, somebody's a pastor. Mm -hmm. Pastor, is that the right term? I don't know. Yeah, but pastor. They're great and they're like, mm -hmm. really like, God loves gay people. And all these like yeah, haters well, come and on like, and they're like, my haters hate me because I said God loves gay people. And I'm like, well, yeah, way to go. Way to and that's go. the thing. It's like, I feel like Episcopalians are much more interested in engaging with the Bible, like as yes. a text rather than like as religious doctrine. Yes. It's more, they view it more as like um, parables. Yes, exactly. Like, you know. How it should be. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you know, here's, um, you know, here's a story about, you know, say it's like a story about Mary Magdalene and it's like mm -hmm. about devotion and, you know, it, I'm not going to say that like I 100% always agree with it, um, right. but I do think that it has helped inform the way that I view spirituality in general. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, it's definitely very unique in the way that they don't shy away from talking about other religions that's cool and they actually talk about you know i mean it, i wish we would talk more about the quran but you know can't have it can't always have what you want um <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> but yeah. you know um they talked about Judaism and and so like I, I think the really interesting thing about Episcopalianism is like essentially all monotheistic and almost all religions essentially mm -hmm. no one is wrong yeah and that um devotion to God whether it's you know the Jewish God the Muslim you know, Islamic God, whether it's the Hindu God, whether it's, you know, Shinto God, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, Jainism God, that essentially all that matters is that you are interfacing and taking life lessons from a higher power. Yeah. So, again, I don't know if I necessarily, like, agree, but... I do think it's a lot less harmful than if you don't love Jesus in the specific way I say so, you're going to hell. It's like, whoa. yeah, what? Just, just bump my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's like this, like very blind, this like blind, in, in, it's almost like infantilizing like devotion to God which is like well then you're ignoring and we were talking about this before of like ignoring 
coming out of Eden. Mm-hmm. Why are you still in Eden then? If you're saying you have to believe in Jesus's way, that means that you're just living in Eden. Mm-hmm. So what? Like, yeah. What? And like, um, and like this whole idea of like, you have to summarily like reject Satan in every aspect of your life. And it's kind of like, I think that that is reductive because, um, you know, the Bible and these, you know, I guess fictional depictions of biblical stories like Paradise Lost, like Dante's Inferno, um, they engage with duality in a way that a lot of modern Christians don't want to. Right. Um, they just want to have all the good and none of the bad. Right. But and, and think that, that the bad is God leading them to good. And it's like yes and no like yeah (laughs) yes everything happens for a reason but also no it doesn't stuff just happens shit happens shit happens yeah there was there was there was also like a a, a, someone on tiktok that was doing a theological tiktok that was like yeah like let's redefine that like this is like it's like no we shouldn't say that god made this shitty thing happen to you for a reason and like Mm -hmm. made you have cancer or like it's like no it's not really how that works or what that means at all it's like Mm -hmm. totally misunderstanding that and these kind of people who are like i don't know it's like even like atheists i think are very like afraid of of like this idea um, not to shit on atheists, um, but like, <laughs> yes, but yes, <laughs> but that they're like, dicks. God, it's like, well, God is like a, a, a vengeful God. And I'm like, no, it's not really what any of that means at all. You're just, right. again, like hating on this, this Christian idea that's been, that's like not actually correct at all. Like that like just uh, this... Dos- Dostoevsky book. I forgot what it's called, but there's like this Dostoevsky book where basically this guy um, decides, well, if God lets bad things happen, then I don't want to go to heaven and spend time with God because if he lets bad things happen, like if he lets children die, then I don't want to go to heaven. So here's my pass to heaven. You can have it. I don't want it anymore. And people are like, that's a little bit dramatic, my dude. Whoa. Whoa, (laughs) Um, guy. I'll have to... Fuck you, God! Yeah, um, but it's, it's interesting because, so, like, there's this concept in theology called theology, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically, like, trying to explain why God lets bad things happen. Yeah. And basically, there is no answer. There is no answer as to why bad things happen. Yeah. Um, but they do, and good things happen. And, um... I think that instead of trying to justify why bad things happen, um, you know, you should focus on the material. You should focus on, okay, how do we either prevent this bad thing from happening again? How do we, um, you know, prevent as much harm as possible from this bad thing if we can't stop it from having happening again? Exactly. Um, if the children are truly being led astray and you're worried about the kids and the pedophile death cult that we do live in, 
why aren't just you questioning? Just not the one you think it is. <laughs> just not the one that you think it is with the lizard people and the yeah. fucking whatever. How did it get that way, and how can we fix it? Because well, you and what, fant fantasizing about it is not going to make it any better and not going to make it go away. And you're just right. like, you're and literally what, ignoring God. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and it's like, and what are you doing to... Um, what are you doing that is an alternative? Mm -hmm. Like, people who are upset about, like, the culture industry, um, you know, what... Like, what are you creating that is an alternative to that? If you hate right. this thing, what are you creating for people who don't like that thing? Um, and listen, Think as bad. Much, as much as I like to, to you know, clown on things like Pure Flix, like, yeah. at least they're making something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> at least they're not sitting around all day going like, oh, Netflix is pure hedonism. Like... <laughs> at least they made something. At least they did so. It's, true. it's corny like, as yeah. fuck. It it's sucks, like ridiculous but... <laughs> and stupid, but like they made something. Yep, you did it. Good job, buddy. Right. Like that's you on the head. <laughs> you did something. You tried. Like... Hollywood okay. Hollywood PSA. PSA PSA. Hollywood has never been left ever. Mm -hmm. It has always been a right wing. It's always been a very right-wing media source. Source? I don't know what to call it. It's a... Well, Hollywood is would, the source. I would say that it really is, like, the classic liberal of, like, you know, everything is okay as long as we can profit from it. Yeah. Yeah, like, li the liberal... The liberalist, like, Oh, it's it's okay if I say it's okay in my own, it's that like it's my own ethics of my own mind of whatever I decided at this moment. Mm -hmm. So it's still that, that AKA like whatever made me that, a like, lot of money. <laughs> yeah, whatever made me a lot of money and I don't care. It's the everyone every man every woman is a star Alistair Crowley bullshit. Yeah. Whatever I decide at this moment is the ethics that I will choose. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah liberals <laughs> libbies uh, we're coming up at like two hours i know um <laughs> so we can wrap up well yeah. sex okay the, the last thing i wanted to say is thank god we finally got to call me by your name with actual gay people in it i haven't seen uh, i i don't know anything about that movie or like Listen, i just hear about it. it has timothy chalamet not gay uh, but he is a grade A twink. Uh, <laughs> I've never so, seen, I've never seen a straight person be more a twink than Timothy Chalamet. So funny. But yeah, I mean, listen, uh, Lil Nas X was directly inspired by the movie, and he said that you know this was the first, you know, gay movie that I had seen that is like this because it's true. There's not a lot of gay romances that get mainstream attention true yeah usually it's gay suffering it's true. gay coming out it's you know it's gays against homophobes it's never really about us you know gay people just living life right yeah i can't i can't wait for his like first full studio album i'm really excited me too um 
I really just can't wait. Queer More devil shit, please. More devil shit, Your please. excellency. <laughs> please. Your genius ship. Give me more devils. Give me yes. more blood of the children. <laughs> yeah, give give me more corrupting the youth, Pied Piper, Predator. G- give it, yeah. Give me that shit. That shit tastes delicious. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. I will eat it all. Nom, nom, nom. Give it to me. I want I want to consume it. <laughs> Listen, if if I gotta consume something, I might as well like what I consume. Yeah. So yeah, go stream for me by the If I spoke on your behalf, then well, you wouldn't know how to talk. If I gave you everything and everything is what I bought, I can take it all back. I oh my gosh, I just realized we never introduced ourselves. <laughs> Hi. You can tell we haven't been to- <laughs> I guess we can cut this and put it in the video. Yeah, um... <laughs> I watched that movie five times in the theater and I have to say... That movie is not good. That movie but is I definitely good. watched it five times in the theater because I thought it was good. It worships Satan, but I guess. Sense- I don't know. <laughs> But not liberal Satan. Please. Please worship communist Satan already. Like. If I take you everywhere, then will you wouldn't know how to walk. If I spoke on your behalf, then will you wouldn't know how to talk. If I gave you everything, and everything is what I bought. I can take it all back. I never oh. care about what you thought. Look, gunshot, gunshot. Though you heard about me, must not, must not. Last nigga did me dirty, dirty. Like a bathroom in a truck stop, truck stop. Now my heart, it feels like thank you for listening to the biting the hand podcast if you would like to find us on social media, our Instagram is Biting the Hand, and you can find our link tree, which has all of our other social medias there. And please consider donating to the various mutual aid funds. Shout out in the middle of this podcast that's uh, Central Jersey DSA Mutual Aid, uh, 912 Mutual Aid Fund, and Workers Block Seattle. Thank you and join us next time.